You're listening to Fidem Catholica, the Sunday homilies of Father John Gazzaldo, pastor at St. Luke Catholic Church, Temple, Texas. This homily is from the 29th Sunday in Ordinary Time and is titled, Are You Ready to Serve and Get a Little Dirty? The Son of Man did not come to be served, but to serve. This term, serve, is actually a word that we use in the very mass, even in our sacrament of holy orders. This, the Greek word here to serve is diakonoi, where we get the term deacon from. There's an order of deacons. Tim here is studying to be a deacon. We have deacons here at the parish. So it's in a deep and abiding meaning to the word of service. And what does it mean to be served or to serve. Now, I think for most of us, when we think about servers, we might think of altar servers. We use them. They serve at the altar. But I think on a day-to-day basis, most of the time we encounter servers, or maybe it's when we go out to eat, or at a nice, or even a real nice restaurant. We have servers. And I think I'd like to, to use that image this morning Because any server works for one thing, and that is to get people to come to the table and to enjoy the meal. Now, having said that, if you've ever been in the restaurant business, which I think is one of the most difficult businesses to be in, even just going to a restaurant, you find out really quickly that like the church, it's very hierarchical, even at a fast food restaurant. And all of these, there is usually at the top, the owner. He may work there, or he or she may work there, they may not. But they usually have managers, it's kind of the second rung. Or they may have a store director, hourly managers. And then below them are these three interesting positions that kind of intertwine. Waiters, expediters, and bartenders. Waiters, expediters, and bartenders, you can always tell who they are because they're usually yelling at each other. Go into a kitchen of some of these restaurants, and sometimes there's a lot of yelling going on, because they have to work together. It's not easy, especially when they get slammed. But when someone first comes to a restaurant, there's there's a story of a a young man whose daddy owned many restaurants, and this young man was always raised around it. He said, Dad, I want to take over the restaurant business. I want to run this business. That's what I want to do. Kind of like what James and John did to Jesus. I want to be in charge. And his daddy, the restaurant owner, said, fine, you're hired. And threw an apron at him and said, you're the bus boy. I don't know what they call them now, but we call them bus boys. And they have to do just that, bust the tables and wash the dishes. Jesus says to James and John, when they want to sit at his right and his left, the first thing he says to them is, you don't know what you're asking. Because I will be baptized in blood and sweat and tears for your salvation. Now, they don't know that that's what most of them are in for right now. But he says, fine, you're hired. As a way to say, get to work. Get to service. But I think even looking at 
the role of a busboy is good for us this morning. Not only they're the lowest rung on the hierarchy in any restaurant, what is their job? It is to clean the tables, clean the seats, clean the stalls, sometimes mop the floors. And I would especially say in 2021, when we live in a society who's terrified of germs, viruses, whatever, these are the people who very touch the instruments that people use to stick in their mouths, wash the plates that they have made of God only knows that their job is to get their hands dirty, to get in the muck of the restaurant. To do what? To clear the space for the next customers to enjoy the meal. But it, it does involve getting their hands dirty. Oftentimes they have to put up with the complaints of uh, people who go to restaurants and then after hearing their complaints to clean up after them, which is not always easy. I think that's what hits us so powerfully about Jesus washing their feet because that's something the lowest server would do. In Jesus' time, there were no busboys, but there were feet washers. And what did they do? Did they put on gloves and hazmat suits? No. They got down and they washed the muck off people's feet it was the lowest thing to do. Jesus was teaching them, you must serve. And that means getting your hands dirty. Because we could say that that's exactly what Jesus came to do, was to clean up our mess. The messy world that had established itself. They didn't even recognize Jesus as God, and they were God's people. They didn't know who he was. They were so clouded by sin despair, oppression, addiction, whatever. They were a mess. A mess. And in any restaurant, if someone's a bartender, waiter, cook, whatever, and the manager says, I need you to bust that table, that's considered a demotion. It takes humility to get our hands dirty. As Catholics, we tell people we come to Mass because we want to participate at the feast, the wedding feast of the Lamb that Christ has prepared for us. But we're also asking we leave here today to go invite others to the feast, to what Mother Church has to offer. Not just to serve as waiters, but maybe go out into the world and start getting into the Mass getting our hands dirty, and the world is a mess to help clean it up and have people come back to the Mass, to the fullness of the Christian faith, to the Eucharist. You know, I, I very much admire people, especially in RCIA. And when we have RCIA on Thursday nights, there are all kinds of people in there, and, and I have to actually interview them one at a time to see where they're at. Oftentimes, they're just non-baptized people who don't know religion, don't know Christianity, and want to become Catholic. And that means they go through the process, and on Easter Vigil, we, we baptize them, we confirm them, we give them First Eucharist. Those are the easy ones. But oftentimes, when I meet with people privately about wanting to become Catholic, sometimes there's a big mess in their life that has to be cleaned up first. Sometimes it calls for fasting. 
sometimes a change in their life, their lifestyle, their living conditions. Sometimes it involves going to confession. Sometimes it involves healing. Sometimes it involves multiple annulments. Sometimes it's a big mess. If you've ever been in my office, on my office wall, I have a, a picture of a couple that came to me and wanted to get married. And they were not a young couple. They were in their 50s or 60s, but they wanted to get married. They're both Catholic. But after I met with them, I realized, wow, this is, this is going to be kind of messy. They both had been married three times before. And not just the annulments and all of that had to be worked through. There was already some, some issues in their relationship, some deep wounds that had to be dealt with. And they were fine, whatever it takes, Father. And not just involved fasting, prayer, annulments. It even involved counseling. And I keep their picture on my wall because they're my heroes. Their situation was messy. And it called for me, the deacon, the RCIA team. We had to get our hands dirty. Get involved. To clean that mess up. And their wedding day was glorious. It was a lot of fun. Only because they went through that process to, that we could set the table for them. You know, I, I am reminded oftentimes when you get involved with people to get them to the altar, it does get a little bit messy and sometimes it, it's even humbling. We were, I was on a retreat with some couples a few years ago and we usually get assigned a table, uh, spots at the table for the meals. And there was a man who was signed ne right next to me and the whole retreat, he never even looked at me. Didn't want anything to do with me. And you could feel the heat. You could feel it. But as the retreat went on, he let it be known that he, when he was young, had been hurt by a priest. So just being around me agitated him. And then we kind of let him share and write down and he shared what had happened to him. And I guess you could say he unloaded on us and unloaded on me. And I have to be honest, I felt icky and dirty. And if anybody's ever unloaded on you, it's not easy. Sometimes you have to sit there and take it. But he felt better. There was some cleansing there. But the rest of us had to get kind of dirty in the process. It was a good thing. Today we have these two apostles, James and John, who walk up to Jesus and they don't know what they're asking. They think they're going to be high and mighty in heaven, and they will be, but not after, but not before they go through their own Good Fridays. Even John, who gets pushed off on an island for most of his life and is in prison, he's about to find out what Jesus meant about getting your hands dirty, being baptized with that baptism what it means to serve and what it, it means to serve is that we're all asked to die to ourselves sometime to get our hands dirty in the muck of this world and to remember even when you're at the restaurant you come and sit down and there's a nice clean table a nice clean table that's been set say thank you to the local bus boy who's ever there and then remind ourselves this is what we're supposed to do for the world because the table is now set and the world is messy, and it may involve us getting our hands a little bit dirty to get others to this 
great, fantastic, divine wedding feast. You've been listening to Fidem Catholica, the Sunday homilies of Father John Gazaldo, pastor at St. Luke Catholic Church, Temple, Texas. Be sure to subscribe to this podcast as new episodes will be released frequently. Thank you.